What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will debate which NFL teams have the best jersey fonts and will draft the best brothers of all time. We'll click quickly recap round two of the NFL playoffs and then give out picks for the championship round in Bookie Show. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Bills Ooh, what's up, bottle? That, my friends, is the sound of a couple brews being <laughs> cracked or popped. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Woohoo! Coins making faces. That's right, everybody. It is time for The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503. Every weekend with him is Super Wild Coin Weekend. No? <laughs> yeah, wild right. card? Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. The me- yeah, okay. Uh, Elvis Coin, uh-huh, what up, Coin? <clears throat> breathe in. Now breathe out. Hands up. Now hands down. Back up. Back up. Tell me what you're gonna do now. And keep Nolan, 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 Nolan... And that is from the brilliant artist, of course, Limp Biscuit. A what up? No. It, I wouldn't have ever got there on the lead up to keep Nolan, but as soon as you kept Nolan, I was there. <laughs> I, was, I was right on Nolan. Shouts Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> Mr. Biz. Mr. <laughs> Biscuit. It's B-I-Z, right? K-I-T? Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Biz. Ah, oh, Coin, how are you? I am doing fantastic, Noel. Feeling I'm good. Feeling recharged for this week. How yeah. about you? Me too. Me too. I had a great, great long weekend and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, ready to go. So let's just, Ooh. let's go then. Let's dive in. What are you drinking this evening? No. Yeah. You noticed me making faces uh, as yeah. a gift for Christmas. My manager got me um, a bourbon barrel imperial stout from Ooh. Freem. It's barrel aged. Uh, it's kind of a big bottle. It's like, what gotta be, this gotta be 20 ounces, right? Uh, yeah, it's not, that looks right. Yeah. No way. It's it hefty. says it's only 13 ounces. That can't oh, be right. It must be real thick glass. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but it is 11%, and it tastes like it. <laughs> it is. It you can like really bourbon? taste the whiskey when you yeah. <laughs> hit your lips. You're like, oh, like, this is going to get me like buzzed, no question. So I'll be That's sipping exciting. on this during the pod. Yeah. Uh, and the label is nothing to speak of? I, it's just... No, kinda, it's just yeah. a... It's like a... It's an amber bottle with just the white label. Yeah. Can't okay. Really now see. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Yeah. Just got PF. the frame logo. It's just a PF. PF. You know? no. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds like fun. I I've been on record saying I do like the taste of bourbon, but I don't want anything else to taste like bourbon. Like get it I out of my beer. I would agree with you. I would take maybe like sometimes like a bourbon syrup of sorts. Like that's okay. I don't think I've ever had a bourbon syrup. Yeah, I'm sure you have at some point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't put it in my coffee though. I had a bourbon okay. barrel aged coffee from like the Starbucks reserve in Chicago and it just tasted like bourbon and it was like, <laughs> you're like, great. It's not what I want. I it's like, like not a, getting drunk like a cold and not getting brew. drunk. Yeah. It'd be better if it was warm, but that was like a cold brew. I'm like, ugh. Oh yeah. Pass. That's okay. Cohen, yeah. I, um, what do don't have anything exciting for you at all. So I have a fun story. I'm drinking the same fucking beers last week and here's why. <sighs> I went, we don't typically record pods on mondays and i'm not very in tune with the neighborhood here in nashville Fair. 
So I walked to the store at 8.02 to go get a new beer for the pod. Come to find out that this local convenience store that I always walk to is closed at 8 o'clock on Mondays. And it's closed at mm. 9 or 10 every other night of the week. So I went to like the next door bar to see if they would sell to-go beers. They didn't. And I don't have a car. And there wasn't really anything close. So I got host. So hey, that's I'm going nice. to highlight some weekend beers for you. So maybe... Maybe the Rick Show Beers account can highlight one of those beers instead of the one I'm okay. actually drinking. That yeah. sounds fair. But I am That's once again drinking a pernicious IPA. Pernicious. Uh, from I like Wicked the Perny. So. Again, I do like the Perny on front. Mm-hmm. I like the color scheme. So Shout out to Perny. It's good beer. Uh, what else you got for beers, Coin? All right. My beers of last week. I had a pretty chill weekend with um, girlfriend was out of town for the weekend. So it was just solo rolling. It was nice on Friday night. I was thinking about going to a solo movie. I was going to go see Avatar. But I decided instead to just make myself... Um, a nice little, a couple drinks at home and a big ass burger. And then I watched uh, pale blue eye. Have you seen that? Never heard of it. It's a new Christian Bale movie. He's like some kind of investigator detective guy, like during a civil war murders type thing going on. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, but then I stayed up too late and then I had to wake up at six on Saturday so I could go golfing. And it was, it was supposed to be pretty nice and the weather changed pretty drastically over the like Friday and Saturday and I hadn't checked. Um, and so we get out there and it's probably a crisp, like 35 and it just started, it's getting colder as we go. And then at like hole six, it starts snowing and that actually wasn't that bad. It was kind of fun. The snow wasn't that cold. It like knocked the wind down a little bit and then it was just kind of annoying on the greens cause then the balls would just like pick up snow and slowly like fall over. Mm-hmm. But then with like six holes left, it was 34 degrees and it started raining and it fucking sucked. It was so cold. I that really didn't enjoy it very much. Miserable, yeah. 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 Um, but after that, we decided to order a pizza for the Chiefs-Jaguars game. Um, I had a buddy over. It was good. We watched that. It was fine. I just have... So this pizza place is good. It's got good reviews. It's called Scotty's Pizza. Um, we ordered the number one, the award-winning. And it was just like sauce, fresh and aged mozzarella, pecorino romano, fresh basil, shaved parm, and then like olive oil drizzle. I just am really not about pizza without meat or just meals in general. I feel like they're very incomplete to me without some kind of meat present. I totally understand that sentiment while I don't agree because I'm kind of the opposite. I'm just a carbs guy. Like, I don't need meat in my pasta. Do you need meat in your pasta? Um, I would prefer it. Yeah, Katie definitely does. Uh, Pizza, I do like some uh, margaritas if it's a real uh, real nice fancy pizza. But I'd say our favorite spot that is fancy, we typically get the um, salsa sear or whatever they call it. It's like the spicy salami almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't blame you for that take. I just don't subscribe to it. I'm, da- I'm down I, for just carbs and sauce. See, I enjoy this. I enjoy the type of pizza very much. It was really good. Yeah. I would just prefer there was a second pizza there that I could also eat that had meat on it. Yes. You know? Typically, we'll do, if we go to a fancy pizza place, we'll get one margarita just to, like, really, you know, understand Try how it good out. it yeah. is. You got to see how good the pizza is. Right. Uh, Not like clouding your judgment. And then yeah, you get exactly. the meat one because you do want some meat on there. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not a huge shouts to Scotty's then. Or, or no, you just, I mean, your, I, your decision or your, the award winning wasn't the best choice. The award winning was really good. I, yeah. I would say it was fantastic. Just needs meat. It just needs meat. And they didn't really have that many meat options. So, it was like either get a pepperoni or don't. Okay. And then we could have added pepperoni, but eh. 
well the listeners got the listeners got some coin golf and some portland weather so you know that's right beers is complete beers Beers is is complete. complete What about you, Noel? What do you got uh, for the weekend? Beers? Coin. I was uh, partaking in my Christmas present from my wife, which was attending a college basketball game. It was University of Maryland Terps, go Terps, at go Terps. Purdue. And when Katie bought the tickets, looked like, I think Maryland was like top 15, looked like we might be a little better. And uh, turns out we're not that good. And Purdue mm-hmm. was number three, so we were a little worried that we were going to get slaughtered. But drove down to West Lafayette, Indiana from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we got smoked in the first half. We were down by like 16 in the first half and thought it was going to be ugly. And Mackey Arena was pretty cool. Uh, and then we made a run. And we, we uh, Katie and I got a little animated. And uh, the cl- crowd was incredibly quiet. And at one point, I just yelled like, getting pretty quiet in here. And like <laughs> after Maryland went on a big run. And I think I told you this, but I've never been to a sporting event where there were fewer opposing team fans in the building like there were literally single digit maryland fans in the in the <laughs> twenty thousand seat arena uh which was fun it was a good time the people were we didn't get too crazy but uh they were a little See, now you're coming around on the whole away, away fan thing it's a good time yeah i mean it would have been nice to have won the game but um yeah maryland came back and had they pulled it within one and then uh, had a had a kind of a half court heave down by three at the buzzer and missed it. But mm. it was a very fun game to be at because we got to see a fun comeback and uh, get excited about it. So, Hell yeah, one of the one of the best losses you can see. Um, as far as oh, I will say Purdue uh, is top three. They're probably going to be number two now after Houston lost this week. If you're filling out your bracket in a couple months, here's my take after seeing a full game of live Purdue. They have Zach Eady, who's this seven four monster, who is actually good. Like he's not just big. I didn't see anything from any other player on Purdue that they could. Like do they're anything. not good. I didn't see. I was not impressed by one other player on Purdue. I think they seem like they can just use him and get through as a you know twenty eight and three team. I would not pick them to go far on the tourney. Maybe I'll eat my words, but that's my take from watching them up close and personal. You think they're like if they run into like a mid major that has at least a big guy who can like give him some body for a minute and that team gets hot, they're like a big upset potential team. Yeah, or foul trouble. You know, if he gets in foul trouble, I just don't see what they can do. Their guards are really small. They have like a six foot guard, little white guys. They, they're a good free throw shooting team, but um, yeah, I just don't see them being able to do that for six straight rounds. So that's my take. And Maryland's biggest guy was probably six nine, and they're <laughs> he was seven four. So and we almost won. Seven so. four in big. He looked massive. <laughs> He's a very <laughs> large human being. So um but after that we went to this brewery called well the restaurant was called Big Woods, but the brewing company that made the beer is called Quaff On. I've never <laughs> heard that before. And it's Quaff On exclamation point. Fun fact. To quaff, do you know what uh, quaffing means? It's not queefing. Isn't quaff like to pump up. Like that's what you call the hair, right? The quaff. According to their website, to quaff is to drink heartily and with gusto. Oh, I quaff often. I quaff often. Quaff often quaff. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you we got there and had some Bloody Marys that were A plus plus. Like they were. Ooh, big. One, some of the best review. Bloody Marys I've had in a long time. And it was just uh, I asked her what she put in it, and it's just their own homemade mix. So I was thinking about actually buying some. But she said she put some lemon juice in there, which usually I don't love the citrus. Uh, but she put some Cholula in there. So maybe that was the uh, mm. 
like Different secret ingredient just the normal like tabasco is usually the base yeah yeah maybe right? it added yeah. yeah a little sweeter uh, hot sauce than tabasco mm-hmm. and then the the dressing was bacon which is hit or miss but i like the bacon and then you just had a banana pepper one of those like mini onions and then yeah, uh i like those and an olive so just really good oh and then no around celery? the rim oh yeah and celery yes and okay. celery and then around the rim was salt and then they had dill like shaved dill around Ooh, it, which was lovely I like nice dill. touch nice touch Big so kind of dill. uh also did a a beer flight so probably my favorite one was the six foot blonde mm. pretty solid beer really good so maybe that can be our ricky show beers beer i'll okay. let you be the judge, six foot but, blonde yeah just find any six foot blonde and put it up there <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then I do have one other note that's not really beers related, but last Great. night was laying in bed. I had to get up for a flight to Nashville this morning, but I wasn't really tired, so I did uh, redeem my NBA League Pass for my Nike nice. running app. So I did watch the last quarter and a half or so of Lakers Blazers. Nice. Are the Lakers kind of good? I was thinking the same thing. I watched the end of the Memphis game and the Portland game, and Me LeBron too. wasn't very good, and they looked good. They were making sh- they were making good passes. They were playing defense. They were they looked kind of good. I'm kind of into Troy Brown. Troy Brown's good. The, who's the big guy? Bryant? Thomas Bryant? Bryant. Sorry. Th- oh Thomas yeah, yeah, Bryant. yeah. Thomas so I Bryant. Meant, I meant Thomas Bryant. He I'm was balling. He's good. He had like yeah. 30 points the other night. He knows um, his role. He's per- he's perfect in it. I love it. And they just traded for Hachimura. Do you see that today? Did we? We got Rui? Mm-hmm. Dude, be, not being on Twitter is fucking killing me. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just got a like uh, ESPN, ESPN alert. alert. Uh, usually I get all my I get all of your same ESPN alerts. Usually I didn't get that. Oh, because yeah, yeah, because you use my account. So anyway, something to watch because they got nobody. If AD comes back, oh no, Lakers don't mm, look bad. I'm interested. Schroeder was looking good. Around. Dude, Schroeder looks good. He, he, he was, was good in that Grizzlies game. I uh. I've, I've mentioned this, I think, before. It drives me fucking nuts that I can't watch the Blazers here because so we have YouTube TV mm-hmm. and Root mm-hmm. Sports has the rights to all Blazers games. Yeah. And so they're not on League Pass and we can't watch them on our cable subscription. And so there's just like, unless they play on TNT, we can't watch the Blazers. It fucking uh, sucks. That really does suck. I uh, Also, I need to figure out, well, you guys do have ESPN and I either need to get back on your account or something because mm-hmm. I, I don't get ESPN, but because I have ESPN Plus... I can watch all the like ESPN Plus channels, but not the regular ESPN channel. Mm-hmm. So I watched the end of the Lakers Grizzlies game on um, Spanish speaking ESPN. I like that. I so, enjoy watching games on Spanish speaking yeah. channels. That's fun. Yeah. All right, we'll get to some basketball here in the next uh, Ooh. few minutes, but Ooh. that'll do it for long beers. Perfect. Um, let's start with this coin. Yes. Uh, we've been watching a lot of football. We have been. And. All the teams, I don't know if you know this, have different jerseys. What? Yeah. No team yeah. wears the same jersey. Uh, so this, the, the fans are going to be shocked that this came at the request of a listener by the name of Quinn Mahoney. Manny Quahoney. And that may not be the last time I say that on this podcast. But okay. uh, wanted to know our thoughts on jersey fonts. Um, his note was that watching the Jacksonville Jaguars... Thought they had a very solid font and wondered mm-hmm. if we had some thoughts there. So maybe we just run down our lists to take turns. Go with yeah. what you think. Got, did you rank I five. them? I did. I did one through five. Did you do all 32? No, 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 no. I just have okay. notes. I basically have like four that I like and then I have some kind of notes on ones, ones that, that like. I don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm sure so we can, can we can go back. That I doubt. Right. Like I have, who I do you have like? Five that I like, and not even made necessarily the top five, just notable yeah. ones. I think. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Who do you got? Uh, at five, I put the Dolphins font. I think it has a really cool like '70s vibe to it when they have the swoopy letters, you know, and like the big. It's kind of groovy is the way I would describe it. I just think mm-hmm. it's a cool. It fits there. You know, it's this Miami vibe. It's this kind of we're fun. We're not that good, but we're kind of good, but we're good. Um, kind of vibe to it, and the, the the blue and the orange look perfect with it. So I really like that one. Would you would call that blue? I would definitely call that green. Teal. Yeah, but it's more green than blue to me. You're wrong. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if you would ask, like, I think I'm colorblind. Nine out of ten people, they would say they're blue and orange. The dolphins. Yes, I'm a hundred percent confident. <laughs> I think you're I'm, out of your fucking mind. No, I think I think I'm colorblind because I get into these I arguments with people all the time, and I, yeah. I genuinely you on the wrong end. I think the dolphin. I think the dolphin's teal is closer to green. I acknowledge that it's teal. I know it's not green, but if yeah. I had to pick between green and blue, I would pick green for the dolphin. You'd be wrong. Uh, I have to look it up. Okay. And also, when you're looking at font, it's hard to distinguish font versus color scheme versus, but. It all plays a factor. I tried to, so. I ignored, I tried yeah. to ignore all of the colors and I was looking at it. I will say this kind of, I'll say this is my number four and which kind of plays into the same idea. The Browns have, maybe it's kind of their retro or throwback or whatever, but when they have the ones that have the real thick orange like highlight or shadow behind it, mm-hmm. it kind of has the same like retro vibe to it and it's just the heavy block letters. I do like those. Again, I don't know if yeah. that's that's font. I'd say because it's like the thick, yeah, highlight. I would behind say it. so. It's mm-hmm. like aerial black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's really about the uh, the highlight that does it for me. So yeah, it's like the uh, that. super bad font almost. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good I don't know if that's it. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, number four. I'm gonna actually go with the Eagles font. I like that it has the the logo is like the flare off of both sides, and I think it looks cool. It looks like a rock band almost. I had the Eagles on my dishonorable. Dishonorable. Okay. okay. I just don't like the way the one, like the ones on Carson Wentz's old jerseys, like the mm. the, the real sharp down off of the one and mm-hmm. skinny and I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. It's kind of like a gothic. Yeah, a thing, little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I'd I say along I'm biased this... on this on this because it also ties into the other team I have on my list. Okay, fair. Is the other team you have on the list the Ravens? No, it is not. Oh, okay. I thought the Ravens, I'll just give this out now. I thought the mm-hmm. Ravens and Eagles have some similarities. I don't like the Ravens. I don't like the kind of gothic look. And I don't know if it's because I don't like the gold outline, like on the purple jerseys. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But just just looking at the numbers themselves, they don't they don't do much for me. Okay. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. You give me Where another like. Yeah, I just right. I'm just jumping around. Uh, I'm actually, so my third one is I like the Packers font. I think it has this cool, they do this thing where um, it has the gap in the middle of the letters. So it kind of looks like how they use the chalk outlines on numbers, you know, so you have to use it. Like, so it's like a thing you lay down and spray over it. And yeah, it's the the stencil, the stencil font. I like it a lot. It kind of feels like you're looking at like classified documents almost, you know, like where it says classified or restricted or whatever it says on the top declined. I think the stencil font is the number one best thing you could do to guarantee that I'm going to like your font. So I'm totally with you. The stencil's where it's at. The Jags have some letters that I like that too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like TCU has that. TCU right? does Don't as well. They have yeah, to do a really sure. nice job with that. For sure. So yeah, I'm totally on board. I I looked up some Packers uniforms and maybe some of the numbers I looked at didn't happen to have the gap, so I didn't notice. But yeah, if it's got the stencil, I'm in on it. Yeah. Uh, I think I might like the Jets, or maybe I'm just looking at their overall unis. Oh, you're nodding. Okay. Uh, I couldn't decide. I guess I'm in on the number one just being a solid block and not having any wings off of it. Because yeah. that's how theirs are. Your number one is literally just a rectangle. Just this. But this it kind of looks good. I mean, I think it's just in the grand scheme of their uniforms. But I do like the Jets' new, newer uniforms. Oh, so the Jets were actually my number one. Oh, okay. Um, I think good. that they're super, super, super clean. Like yes. very, very... I don't necessarily love their color scheme that much, but I think that they've come a long way from where they were. Yeah. Um, and I do like when they wear the black and green. It looks really good together. Um, yeah, I have written down, it's just very clean. I feel like it looks very, like, New York-y is, like, mm-hmm. the way I would describe it, obviously. It's mm-hmm. for the New York Jets, but it's just, it's not a ton going on. It's not doing too much. It's just, it reads kind of like an ad. Like, we talked about Mad Men last week. I feel like it reads really clean. Mm-hmm. I like the way it reads across the uniform. I think that's a nice description. I'm on yeah. board with the Jets. Um. I will just give my number one then, and I have Vikings. I think the Vikings have a really solid font. Um, they recently swapped their jerseys, and I they went to just the plain white lettering with no like outline at all. Um, I don't know if that's part of why I like it, because there are other jerseys. So I wanted to note that like the Bears and the Bills and some of those teams that are like the blue and red and white, or blue and orange and white, mm-hmm. looks really nice with... A blue jersey with like a red or orange outline around a white letter. That all looks yeah. really nice. But there's something about the Vikings. And I think the, the Jets are like that too, right? There's no outline yeah. on the numbers. Yeah, correct. That also, again, looks clean. But I like the... The Vikings have little little frills on some of the numbers, mm-hmm. but they're subtle. They're subtle. They're not, it's not a lot. like some teams yeah. that I'll mention here in a minute. So I do like and that. I also like... I think the Vikings do the one where their V is the left side of it is vertical and then the right side goes off, right? Is that mm, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I like I like the look of that. The Vikings yeah. have nice uniforms. Um, all right. My second slot was the Cuns. I actually... I like what they do with their little... Like every single letter and all the numbers, I think, all have like the one like sharp edge coming off on the mm. left side. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really nice. look at the Cuns, so That's you fair. could be right. Um I'd like to point out some that I don't like. Uh, the Steelers numbers look kind of like goofy to me. Mm. Like the 22 of Najee Harris reminds yeah, me, good. it reminds me of the eyes emoji. Does that make any sense? <laughs> okay. Like real loopy, you know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's a strange comparison. We'll it move is. on. We'll move I like back it, though. I bet um, not many people have made that <laughs> connection before. I'm sure nobody has. Uh, the, the commies new unis are pretty bad. I mean, yeah, they, they have like lines. They're kind of like trying to do stencils, but they're not gaps. Kinda, they're just lines. Too much, yeah. Not good. Absolute worst. No surprise. Tennessee Titans. They are such dog shit. Like look at the 22 of Derrick Henry and it is so ugly. doesn't even look yeah. like twos. They're no, like too skinny like and they have blobs, too many right? frills. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And they have the worst colors. Just Titans. Just you're bad. Doing a little too much there. Yeah. Okay. I could agree. I could agree all around. Okay. Oh, and the last comment I had was the lions, which I feel like the lions almost look like they're in italics. They they're do. Kind of like slant. No, that's how they've right. always been, though. They, yeah, they mm. slant to the right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's always been. I don't hate it. Yeah. It's okay. just different. Yeah. 
So we like the uh, Jets and the Vikings and the... Jets uh, are resounding, resounding reviews on the okay. Jets. Okay. That was the, job, the first one I saw when I was looking up things, okay. and I was like, I'm really into this. Okay. There you have it. There's our mm-hmm. font, font uh, draft. Um, okay. Draft. Would you like to do another draft? Uh, sure. Why not? I love We drafts. might as well keep doing drafts. Okay. This one, another suggestion from listener Quinn Mahoney. Just piling on here. Uh, this on, one also may have been stolen from another podcast. But yeah, but I mean, at, so, at some point, everything's going to get drafted. Everything is going to get redrafted. Yeah, yes. exactly. Everything gets drafted. So we're going to do the brothers draft. Yes. I will admit I, l- I listened to this draft last week or whenever it was. It's a mm-hmm. good draft. I enjoyed Did you steal any it. ideas from there? Are you all new ideas? Um, no, not all new because there was ones that I had. I like to see the, the topic and then I come up with my own and kind of figure out what I would have done anyways. And I think that there is... I don't know if you've ever listened to their draft show. It's pretty decent, actually. Uh, it's the Chicago group, so it's not like the normal random yeah. dudes in New York. Um, I think uh, they do. I pride job. ourselves in in going different directions in ways that others might not. I agree, and I think I have some in here. So I purposely made my list like to where I'm certain you won't take any of mine and nobody else would take mine and mm. i don't plan on if you posted these lists i know that i would lose this draft but i'm trying That's to go great. as interesting as possible okay i, I mean it. that well now that just hyped it up it's really not that interesting i actually but. do want first pick here so. okay why don't you I'll just you go ahead it. and take first pick no 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 no. oh okay pick. okay yeah we'll call it then okay tails never fails it is tails oh i'll defer Great. No, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm just going to go one. I'll go one topical one. Okay. And I'm going to go with Jason and Travis Kelsey. Mm, um, interesting. Big opportunity here. Yeah, I figured. Big opportunity here to face off in the Super Bowl. Oh. Which would be pretty that neat. That would be cool. Um, we did somehow have two brothers coach against each other in the Super Bowl. Jim the and Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. The Harbaugh. Yeah. We almost got the Manning Bowl a couple times. Didn't yep. quite get there. Pey- Peyton couldn't quite uh, Peyton beat Brady in the AFC title. So Was he in both AFC title games? I don't think so, but I don't recall. I think they're definitely one. There's definitely a yeah. point where they're in the, uh, the championships together. So, um, so yeah, I'll take the Kelseys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good pick off the, fr- off the board. I yep. am right off the bat. This is what... I would consider it to be a top-notch one. I mean, when do you hear them and not think it's the right brothers? Like, you literally think of flight. They in, they invented flight. Oh, the right W R I. I was like W R I T R I G H T. Excuse me, brothers Orville and Wilbur. I that believe. is. Oh yeah, that's right. Orville and Wilbur Wright. Uh, a little a few. There's a bit of a feud. This is from. Um, they talk about this on the podcast a little bit, but. I know this, anyways. Uh, the so the hall, the Museum of Flight, um, or at least like the tribute to them, is in North Carolina. Who claims them? Because I think that's where it was done. But I believe they're from Ohio, and Nikki is a relative of the Wright brothers. So wow, yeah, descendant. Wow, your kids could be Wright brother descendants. They could be. They certainly could be. Uh, obviously, a phenomenal pick. Maybe maybe the greatest brothers of all time. Could be. But after next weekend, it could be the Kelseys could pass them. That's, that's very true. You're not wrong. 
three Super Bowl rings between the three mm-hmm. of them. I mean, did the Wright brothers ever win a Super Bowl? No, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have one on my list that I think he might take, and I'm considering taking it next just so you can have it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. This is a directly pod-related pick that only... <laughs> is it going to be? Yeah. I'm going to take the Widmer brothers. Oh, this is a fucking good pick. Oh, wow. thank you. Yeah, Portland Brewery, wow, correct? Good for you. You've done a lot of Widmer Brother beers uh, yeah. on the pod, and uh, I don't know anything about them. You want to shout anything about Widmer Brothers? Uh, their Hefeweizen is phenomenal. It's one of the best in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, you, did you look up the names of the Widmer Brothers at all? Oh, I Actually, it's, it's on my Google right now. It is Kurt and Rob Widmer. <laughs> Kurt and Rob. Kurt and Rob, they quit their jobs in 1984 to follow a lifelong passion of making great beer that could be shared with friends and family. Kurt and Rob. The beginning of that sounds like um, it could have been like a nursery rhyme. Kurt and Rob, they quit their jobs to serve their friends and family. (laughs) Kurt and Rob, they quit their jobs and now they're fucking drunk. Um, Yeah, shouts to those guys. It also sounds probably like the exact same first sentence to every brewery's about page every single brewery every (laughs) single one Uh, okay Uh, good pick thanks i will take i will take the boondock saints murphy Mm. and connor mcmanus um obviously yeah connor murphy oh wait no i'm connor mcmanus okay sorry mcmanus and you're thinking of murph tj murphy no i'm thinking of uh, um Connor, who is the kid that did the R and R challenge with Nate? Oh, uh, Mian, Connor Mian. I've Why am I post college? Is it Mian? Is this, is Murphy related to him at all, or no? It's just Connor. No, Mian. it's okay. M E E H A N. Maybe he's a listener. Shouts, Connor. Right. Sorry. Continue with the the uh, Boondock Saints. <laughs> uh, Boondock Saints, just a just a really fun movie. As a person of you know strong Irish heritage, really really bummed mm. with that movie. I never had the poster in my. Actually, it might have been high school. I don't think I did in college though. Kind of avoided that one. Kept it to like flags, not that one. What was the other? What are the other famous like college? Oh, it's the Pulp Fiction, like Sam Jackson and um, John Travolta. Travolta holding the guns down. That's a big one. There's Johnny Cash. The Johnny oh the middle finger Johnny Cash yeah, one mm-hmm. that's a big one. Michael Jordan wings. Oh. This B graph. Didn't we do? Uh, oh yeah, I think we, we did, did a draft of like uh, college, um, the college memorabilia draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, one. that's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going Boondock Saints. Just Mick. What's their last other, name? McManus. McManus. Okay. Nice. Good pick. Is Brandon McManus of the Broncos related to those two? Cousin. Yes. Cousin. Okay. Yeah. Less Irish though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. I'll stick with Irish a little bit. I think, no, I don't know if these guys are Irish. I think they probably are. I'm going to go with Tommy Reardon and Brendan oh, Collin. Conley. Nice. Nice, nice, uh, nice, 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 nice. Tommy, of course, changed his name because uh, he didn't want to be associated with his uh, father, I guess. But right. from the movie Warrior, if those of you at home don't know what I'm talking about, um, movie about UFC fighters played by Tom Hardy and... Some other guy. You know that guy's name? I don't know. He's in a um, I do. Uh, it's, is it Joel Egerton? Yep. Yes, it is. Oh, Joel Egerton, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, so somehow the plot of this movie is the UFC puts on this tournament to determine the uh, best fighter in the entire world. The finals just happens to be two brothers fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. I guess the odds of that are 
the same as having two brothers coach against each other in the Super Bowl. So I guess it's <laughs> I guess it's possible. Let's not rule it out. Uh, but phenomenal movie, great sports movie. Such a good sports movie. It really yeah. is. I the the delivery of that line. I don't, it is like kind of cheesy, but it is sick. It's like the people we've just received word that the two men fighting in this title are brothers. <laughs> Everybody's like, <gasps> it's so oh, what? <laughs> It's Isn't cheesy, it the same guy that does? Uh, yeah, the guy the that new... says, "Tell him I say hello." It's it is absolutely yeah. him. It's. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know his name either. He has a he has like a fighting podcast. What the fuck is his name? Yeah, uh, I'm I've a, seen a, him. I see. I'm gonna have to look it up. It's gonna drive me nuts. Okay, look it up. We can cut this. Um, Brian Callen. There mm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's Brian Callen, of course. Of course, Brian. Um, yes. So there's Tommy and Brendan is my pick. Good pick. Good pick, Noel. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I am going to take... I'm going to take Brooke and Robin Lopez. Oh, nice. I really love the Lopez brothers. I just think they're incredibly interested. Robin spent a long time here in Portland. Uh, Just good characters around the league in general. Brooke's really made a nice career for himself. Robin, I feel like, has kind of... Just ridden a name, like, ridden by as, like, a coattails guy and a little bit of, like, a teen culture type thing. Admittedly, I thought that they were foreign until, like, five years ago. No, they're very non-accents. I don't know. They kind of do have a weird accent. It's, like, a weird, like, so deep that it almost sounds like... It sounds, like, almost like they're hiding, like, a German accent in there somewhere. That could be. Maybe yeah. and then maybe they change their name to Lopez to throw you off the scent. Maybe they're like yeah. hardcore Nazis. It could be. Mm. Yeah, it's like Argent. Yeah, you know, like all the Nazis are in Argentina. Mm. So maybe that's when they came up. Yeah. Uh, the Lopez Bros are good. Do you have dis on Menchies by chance? Uh, I have one that I kind of want to make a dis on Menchies, so I thought about it. Okay, I think I might know what it is. Okay. Is it? I wait. Doubt it. So, oh, are you gonna say it later though? You can say it now. I'm not gonna say it. Is it the Morris twins? Uh, Mark even, not Marcus. No, I don't have okay. them on my list. But okay. I would dishonorably mention them. Uh, we have talked about this, how they have all the exact same tattoos, which is incredible. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I do. See, that's almost a plus. That <laughs> yeah, a plus I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that's that is a plus. plus. That one, and when they were drafted, they just made a joint bank account, and they were like, fuck, it's our money. Who cares? <laughs> they are like as close as uh, brothers can be. So Yeah. True. Shouts to the Morris twins. Uh, all right. My, what is this? My fourth pick? Or fourth third? pick. The uh, fourth pick. All right, for the brothers draft, I'm gonna go with the brothers of the Night's Watch. Um, oh, good pick. And the main reason I'm picking this is because I love the way that Jon Snow and others in the show say the word brothers. Brothers, my brothers. I'll go to the wall with my brothers. So anytime I hear them say brothers in the show, I always repeat it. And Katie doesn't like it, but I do it. Anyway. <laughs> my brothers. My brothers. So, brothers. That's a good nice pick. Watch. <laughs> brothers, nice watch is good. Yeah, I think that that counts. It counts okay. in the brothers. Draft. Good. They, yeah, they serve time together. I feel like all those military guys always claim the brothers thing, so I give it to them. It's a brotherhood. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a brotherhood. What to do? What to do? I know I want that to be my last pick. Um, incredibly confident you won't take it. If you do, I'll be. Mine you won't take mine either. Um, I'll take. I'll take the Cohen brothers right here. Okay. Uh, directors of your the everybody's favorite movies, Fargo, No Country for Old Men, um, and The Big Lebowski. 
Just good. Uh, they, make, they make big movies. I have not seen Fargo. You have not seen Fargo? It's no. Really, really good. But I, I saw No Country for Old Men recently for the first time. It was good. I need to rewatch it. I watched it also for the first time, like probably three or four years ago. I need to rewatch Big Lebowski because I didn't get the hype as much. But I get that it's probably one of those movies that you'd watch several times. And I think so. And that's stuff. kind of the... I think that the most interesting parts of Big Lebowski and maybe even Fargo and some of the other stuff, it's it's the interaction of the main character with the other people. Like, I don't necessarily think the Big Lebowski is the most incredible part of Big Lebowski. I think it's the bowling alley with um, John Torturo and Steve Buscemi and John Goodman. That shit is fucking hilarious. Right. And then the Agreed. rest of the stuff he does with, yeah. And the yeah, lady in the, the quotes studio. you see more most often are like the dude abides and that's like, yeah. eh, whatever. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, John Goodman and the gun and the bowling alley and stuff. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he say? Market a, market a scratch? What did he say? Market a... Fault? Kept, scratch? Fault? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Something like that. Okay. Cohen Brothers. Nice. C-O-E-N. Yeah? Yes, correct. Not Cohen Not- like the toilets. They also make toilets. Do they? Not the brothers, but Cohen makes toilets, I believe. Oh, maybe it's the same family. It's one of my top three toilet brands, probably. Um, I'm going to go in the brothers draft with a movie I don't think you've seen, and we've talked about it on the pod before, Undercover Brother. Mm. Have you seen this movie? Wait, so you're taking one brother in the brothers draft? Yeah, I I think that's allowed. He's a brother. He's He's a brother. So I'll read you the plot of this movie because I don't think you've seen it. It's Eddie Griffin, fantastic actor. Blasted Mm -hmm. from the past and ready to take care of business. Undercover brother is recruited. That's his his title, undercover brother. Mm -hmm. Is recruited to infiltrate a sinister underground movement headed by the man. It sounds like the plot sounds like something that a seventh grader would write for like a school project. Partnered with the sassy, stunning sister girl. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Our hero must first undergo the ultimate attitude adjustment and trade in his fro and platforms for tennis sweaters and penny loafers. Once the transformation is complete, he's ready to take on the evil perpetrators of Operation Whitewash. So that's the movie. Uh, Mallory and I used to, this was like on our uh, top five rental rotation from the VHS store. This nice. and like Rat Race and Good Burger and uh, it was one of those. Yeah. I feel like we rented a lot of the same movies too and it's amazing how little crossover we have. It's yeah, amazing. I know. I know. So definitely go rent Undercover Brother from your local video store <laughs> and uh, give, it, give it a watch. What was the local Big Fork rental store called? There was Flathead Video for a long mm-hmm. time. Uh, also, IGA, the the, the uh, grocery store, had a mm-hmm. had a movie rental that we would go to. And then Flathead Video eventually became Local Joe's Gas and Grub, Shouts Kenji. Ooh. And then it became a whole bunch of other stuff. I think now it's like a pet grooming spa or something. I don't know. Sick. but That fits more in with the culture of the Flathead Valley at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Sad. Mm-hmm. Sad stuff. All right, who do you got for your last pick? My last pick, Noel, yeah. will be the Out Here Brothers. Okay. I don't we know. love your hit song. A boom, boom, boom. Now let me hear you say hey Well, <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say hey <laughs> That's it. It's, uh, uh, I did find out that they are not, in fact, brothers. It is mm. Keith 
Malik Mayberry and Lamar Hula Mahone. Mayberry Mahone. You had a guy named Keith. I get that he had to change his name, but why did Lamar have to Lamar change Lamar need to go to Hula? <laughs> yeah, that was a little and unnecessary. Everybody's like, Lamar is fine, you know, right? <laughs> uh, shouts to the out here, brothers. Okay, my on, only on Menchie here is going to be the Bailey brothers, which is Champ Bailey, who we all know. Oh, was a very, that was a pro bowl player. And his brother. Do you remember his brother's name? Nope. Boss Bailey. Boss, champ and boss. Champ and boss, baby. Champ, boss, get in here. <laughs> Pretty sick, isn't it? Those are their real names, right? No, sadly they're not. Champ is uh, the middle name, and boss it might be the middle name, but according to his NFL player page, his name's like Roland or something like that. So, mm. or maybe Champ was Roland and Boss was Rodney Boss, baby. Rodney. So, boss is his middle name, or in quotes? It's just in quotes. Yeah. I have a feeling that they're just nicknames, but yeah, I think they're just nicknames. That's yeah. how they're it's listed, Roland though. And like on their yeah. plate, like you know, their their official pages. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, like I'm just drawing a blank. Let's just move on. You got non mention Obviously, Champ Bailey is like super cool. Roland what? Bailey is pretty sick. Roland Bailey is a good name. It sounds like a good like a name of a movie sports movie character. Yeah, Roland and Rod- Rodney Bailey are both pretty good names. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some on mentions. All right, uh, let's see. I have Dom and Jacob Toretto, of course, played by mm. Vin D and uh, my guy, John Cena. Bald Brothers. Oh, wait. Oh, I was thinking uh, um, Jason Statham. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, Virgil and Turk Malloy. For Motions 11, they're the two mm. dudes that you see when they're doing the get-together scene. They're driving the big, the monster truck, the big one and the little one on the racetrack. Wait, what? Ocean's 11? Yeah. The, it's not the, it's not the Casey Affleck and yeah. Scott Kahn? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember the that. monster truck. So they're like going to get him and then you see them, they pull up this little tiny like remote control monster truck and then the other one's racing it. And they're like kind of racing around this racetrack, and then the big uh, one smashes the little one. I feel like of the times I've seen Ocean's Eleven, uh, like eighty percent have been on TBS or TNT, and I probably missed the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. I actually just watched it on TV, but it was it, I came on <laughs> afterwards. So, all right. Um, Dale Doback and Brennan Huff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon and Nighthawk definitely counts. Yeah. Uh, this is a good one. Warren G and Dr. Dre are stepbrothers, so that's a fun fact. Who is Warren G? Warren G, Warren G excuse me, was uh, the producer of Regulators and is very uh, in with like Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg, pretty in tight with that group, kind of like more made that music before getting in with. Like he, he was the one that introduced Snoop to Dr. Dre, I believe. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then reverse on Menchies. I've got <clears throat> Fidel and Raul Castro. Okay. The dictator's not great. I didn't know um, about Raul, so. Yeah, Raul became dictator after Fidel. Oh, good. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. next in line. <laughs> um, and then the Brothers Grimm, Jacob and Wilhelm. I thought that they wrote all those stories. I guess they were just big aggregators, which I guess is cool in its own way, and they probably did their spins, like, got really dark. They didn't really come up with all those stories, though, you know? Is Grimm their name, or that's the... the yeah, no, it okay, is. Okay, it's not just Jacob, the vibe of their Jacob stories. Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. Wilhelm Grimm. Wilhelm Grimm is a terrible mm, name. That's hard. Wilhelm Grimm. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Grimm. Grimm. Yeah. Uh, I Do would you think like Grimm comes from them, or was it like already a thing? 
Uh, well, their name's two M's, right? And then Grim, yeah. the vibe is just one M. Like, yeah. Grim. So, mm-hmm. that doesn't answer your question. No, not at all. <laughs> Let's move past it. Uh, <laughs> I would like to give some shouts to some Carroll College on Menchies. Oh, let's go. First, of course, the <laughs> fuck. Hold on, the fucking Blum Brothers. I. <laughs> You're already laughing. I haven't even got to all of them yet. Um, <laughs> so the Blum Brothers shouts to all that, uh, all those Catholic posts, Michael. I really appreciate that on my Twitter feed. Uh, abortion is bad. Okay. Uh, next, we've got the Pays Twins. Yes, that's right. Tim and Todd Pace. Tim and Todd. Can you imagine naming your sons Tim and Todd Pace? (laughs) No. (laughs) They listen. You got to be careful. They're nice guys. Listen, Tim and Todd, if you guys are (laughs) listeners, I like you guys a lot. You got to admit, Tim and Todd Pace is a hilarious, like, goofy ass cartoon twin name. Like, come on. It really is. Timothy and Todd. It's like Ed, Ed, (laughs) Nettie. It's like the single D, double D, and Ed, Ed, Nettie. It's like, come on. (laughs) Come on. Uh, shouts pay Blums and twin uh, B- Blums and they're pays. so white Good their guys. parents are, people told their parents they're like variety is the spice of life and they're like oh we hate spice <laughs> so they just went Tim <laughs> and Todd yeah. salt is a little spicy for us mm-hmm. uh, and lastly of course we've got the Rivera twins Alex, Alex and, and the other one oh <laughs> Angelo that's right yep um, who we called Mario and Luigi yeah we didn't know their names <laughs> another honorable mention Mario and Luigi of course yeah, the Super Mario. Who I did not know were brothers up until recently. I just assumed that they were like... I always thought brothers would make sense. They were cousins. Because I was thinking about drafting Wario and Waluigi. And there was some conflicting information on the interwebs about whether they were brothers or whether it was just like Waluigi's just this friend that Wario made because Wario's Mario's cousin. I don't know. Whole thing. It is a whole thing. Uh, yeah. And also shouts Eden's twins. Yeah. <laughs> Nick and Ryan. <laughs> okay. Any other brothers? No. That's going to that's gonna do no it for brothers the brothers draft. Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> All right, Coin. We're through two rounds of the NFL playoffs. Your Shout thoughts out. on the divisional round? Uh, my thoughts are that it went in a very predictable fashion, except for, I guess... I wouldn't. I'm not saying I was surprised that the Bengals win. I think if I had to do like a money line bet, I actually might have flipped at the end, and I was kind of leaning towards Bengals money line. You um, can go back and listen to the pod. We said that. We both said that on the pod. I said, "Do we have to do dog picks?" You said, "No." We both said we if would. Had to, if we had yeah. to, we would have picked the Bengals. So I yeah. would say, yeah, we did. They did go predictably. It's mostly that I just I thought it would be a closer game. Yeah, it was a bummer to see. It really did feel like the last five weeks of the season, we kind of saw the Bills fall fall apart completely. Their defense just did not compete whatsoever. They didn't compete cool. at all, and then <laughs> against the the Bengals, they, which is kind of a surprise because I feel like the Bengals of last year, their thing was Burrow was saving them. They were throwing all these crazy passes, and they just fully dominated in like the front seven both ways. Um, so that was a huge bummer. And then yeah. the Mahomes injury, of course. But go on, you can talk about the Bills. Game. Yeah, I, I just think you got guys on the Bills like Tredavious White and Jordan Poyer, and these guys are supposed to be all pros, and then they're having trouble and getting PIs against you know Trent Taylor, and like not even just Jamar Chase, like anybody on the Bengals that they threw out there was given you know the DBs problems, and I get that it's 
hard. I mean, it's especially hard to play corner in uh, on a snowy field where you don't know where the offense is going. But that's supposed to be the Bills' uh, home field. Like, aren't you supposed yeah. to be good at that? So yeah, it was yeah. disappointing on the Bills. Yeah, Mahomes' injury definitely the biggest story. Just going into that that carries over to the next week because it's a very big question mark for yep. this next week. Um, I don't think that the Eagles' outcome was surprising at all. I, I I heard some people saying they're like, oh, I think the Giants' points is the move. I don't think I was ever going to bet that way. I don't know. The Eagles look good. I will say that the Eagles played so good that I might have flipped my stance. Perhaps. Um, other note on, on Bengals-Bills really quick is that I'm excited to find the prop for the Super Bowl with the over-under uh, 18 and a half times mentioned, T. Higgins is the number one receiver. My <laughs> God. So fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, I have to back off my T. Higgins though. He's been letting me down lately. Although he did yeah. have my thousand yards. But yeah, he had... Yeah, that is kind of annoying. I think he's he's become a little overrated now. I'm not even sure at this point. It's I, I can I can respect that he like is... I think he does add some valuable insight. I think that... Uh, Tony Romo is annoying to me. He's just annoying. He talks way too fucking much, and he has this like excited little schoolboy thing that going the entire time. Like, all right, you need to chill the fuck out. Like, you're with like one of the coolest customers in the game, and this guy he seems like a child. Yeah, it uh, it's lost a bit of its charm since he first started, I guess. Yeah, because there is a point where you're like, you want you want the announcer to also be a fan of the game mm-hmm. and like get excited when you get excited, but. I feel like Tony just adds excitement and inflection to every single sentence he says, and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. If you know, you're always excited, your you're never excited. Bingo. You get it. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd agree with that. I was very happy to see Dallas lose. Yeah. Um, Dak sucked, which is great. Dak did not look good at all. Thrown Honestly, a better quarterback. They Their defense played fucking awesome. I thought that they, they did a lot to stop whatever the Niners were trying to do, and... That could have been closer, and it could have been, I mean, with better play from Dak, that's a, it's a pretty, they win that game, I think. I uh, mentioned this to you about the Giants, but it's possible this goes for the Cowboys, too. As a Commanders fan, I feel like I'm kind of happy that the Cowboys probably went far enough to keep both Dak and McCarthy, because I just don't think either of them are all that great. I think they're going to be, you know, good. They'll probably beat us most of the time, but they're... Not going to be, like, yeah, I think the Cowboys could go out and get a better quarterback and be a bit more formidable team. Same thing with the Giants. Like, they probably convinced themselves that Daniel Jones is the guy. And if that's the case, that, I, you know, he can be good, but he, what's his ceiling? I don't think he's ever going to be Josh Allen. That's, like, the, that's what people, you know, want to compare him to. But, right. But you never know. Nobody thought Josh Allen could get here either, and Dable got him there. So, you never know. I don't know. I would I would be worried with the Cowboys. I don't think Jerry's worried about spending money and bringing in Peyton seems like the logical move. Well, that uh, yeah, I would hate that. I I'm hoping because I think McCarthy sucks that Jerry stays loyal to him. So we'll see. Fair. Any other thoughts on that last week? Mm, no. I I wish I. I feel like I could have seen all the unders coming after all the overs last week, and that was an oversight on our part. I did bet one and win one, but could have hit those. Mm. Was it? Did all of them go under? All four, all four mm. under. So we went all on overs, all unders. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe that ties into week twenty, week twenty one, week twenty one of the bookie show. Twenty one. 
21. Pretty good. Uh, championship weekend. We got two yes. games going. Hell yeah. Bengals at Chiefs, and we've got 49ers at Eagles. On the year, coin, you're on a two-week winning streak of winning games. You were 2-2 two and two last week, but you uh, won $13. Let's go. Uh, I was 1-3, sadly. Uh, so oh, I no. lost. I, I did not win money. But, and technically I made us lose more than we won. So we had a losing week. I apologize. That's okay. But not that much. And uh, we are down $593 as a team. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to make it all back. back. Yeah. And I've got a bet for us that's going to get us back in the game right here. Don't okay, worry. Okay, that's right. Here, give me your first pick, Quinn. All right. First pick, I actually give you some dollar amounts. I'm splitting it up a little differently. I am going Bengals minus one, $30. Um, the Bengals look like fucking juggernauts right now. That was a demolition of a very good Bills team still. Like, I know that they didn't have their best stuff yesterday, whatever. Going against a hobbled-ish Mahomes. Mahomes obviously can do incredible things from the pocket, and he's going to hurt you no matter what through the air because he's got the generational arm talent. He needs his legs. It's a really important part of their game. It's a really important part of their offense, and I'd be worried if I was the Chiefs fan. I think the Bengals is the correct pick. You did mention that um would have been nice to jump on it. It started, it opened at plus one and a half for the Bengals. Um, I think I got to stay away from the spread because um, I'll talk myself into the Chiefs because this was the game last year that I lost all my money on. The exact same sure. game. The only difference being the Chiefs are not as good and the Bengals are better. So I don't know why I would bet the Chiefs other than mm-hmm. I'm stubborn and... uh I just, for some reason, have become sort of a Chiefs fan. Uh, but I'm not going to stay away from that. I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles minus two and a half. Um, I think they just have looked like the most complete team in the league, really, all season long when Hurts is healthy. And he's not even 100% right now. Obviously, you can't get too excited about them doing that to the Giants. But also... They're they're basically a better version of the Cowboys in a lot of ways. I, they don't quite have Micah Parsons, but almost every other position is better, um, other than maybe you know Pollard or something. But um, they just match up well against the 49ers. And Purdy was pretty pretty subpar. He um, I didn't watch the whole game. I saw a lot of highlights and saw the stats, and we we listened on the radio most of the time, but. Seemed like he was a little less comfortable than he's been in past weeks, and the the moment's just going to keep getting better, bigger for Purdy. So uh, I think the Eagles probably do win this game. I completely agree. I love the pick, and I'm happy that it's minus two and a half. I was excited. I thought I was going to be able to ride the Niners for a while. I just I didn't love what I like. You said I didn't love what I saw from Purdy, and you're like exactly like you said. You're going against a team that had 70 sacks on the year. That's a lot. This is yeah. a defense that swarms. They fly. They're good. And You're going to need to score like more than one touchdown against the Eagles. Yeah, big yeah. time. Um, my next pick, I'll just tie my next two together. How's that? You just do that. You go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go Niners and Eagles over 45 and a half. I think it actually will be some more scoring in this game. Okay. And I'm going to put 20 on that. And then I'm going to do a four-player touchdown parlay. This is Hertz, McCaffrey, Debo, and Goddard. Anytime touchdown scores, plus 3000 and that's $20 on that. This is how we're getting out of the hole. This is how we're getting out of the hole? Okay. I love that. I've got uh, something similar coming. So 
Say that again. Hertz, McCaffrey, Goddard, and Debo. Debo, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, that's tasty. That is tasty. I'm going to go with... There's probably a way to bet this more simply. Like, there's probably a bet that I can find, but I couldn't find it at the moment. I'd like to bet that both games, I'd like to parlay this, that both games' final scoring margin will be 1-6. to six. I think both games will be close. I think both teams have the capability of garbage time scores if they're down by two scores. Um, yep. So the way I found to do this is I would bet a parlay of all four scenarios. So Eagles by one to six with Bengals one to six, then Eagles with Chiefs, then Niners with Chiefs, then Niners with uh, Bengals. And those are all about 20 to one each. So if you bet 10 bucks on each, it comes out to be like plus 440 or something is is what you end up getting, right? So if you bet 40 bucks, then uh, three of them are going to lose. You're going to lose 30 bucks, but you're going to win 175 or whatever. So yeah, let's just say plus 440 that both games are within six. Okay. Okay. I'm interested in that. I mean, that's better odds than it would be for uh, just teasing both the underdogs, so... It's also um, just rooting for good football, too. Good football. We like rooting for good football. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next pick, Isaiah Pacheco, over 47 and a half rushing yards. I really like what I see at Pacheco. He runs super, super, super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they'll be relying on him a little bit with Mahomes hobbled. It's so weird how you can get, they can get this guy, was it fifth or sixth round? Yeah. And immediately out of camp, they're like, oh, this Pacheco guy. And a lot of times those camp, um, you know, highlights are just bogus. But they immediately said, oh, this guy's killing it in camp, and then he might be a real factor, and then by the end of the year, he's actually balling. And you watch him play, and you're like, how could this guy drop this far in the draft? And then there's running backs that get taken in the second round that are just busts. Like, he definitely ran this hard in college. Is it just because I guess he was running against lesser competition, and it was probably. hard to judge, probably? But yeah. it's kind of crazy. I, I did see some article how the first-team All-Pro offense... There's only like two guys on the, out of the eleven that were four or five star recruits out of high school. Mm-hmm. Did you see that article? They're mm-hmm. all like zero to three stars, and then the defense all pro is like almost all four or five. So it's like just talking about how offensive players are way harder to evaluate out of like high school, where it's very scheme driven, whereas defense is very much you line up and you beat your guy or you line is, up and you cover your guy. It is most physical possible dude, yeah. yeah. That's what, I mean, I've always said, I'm sure you feel similar, is that the hardest position, like, physically on a football field, I think, is, like, to play corner. I think it's, all you're yeah. doing is reacting and trying to be the fastest person possible. That's all yeah. you can do. Exactly, your reflexes, yeah. 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 I think they're saying Jason Kelsey was, like, a zero star. Like, I think he was a tight end or something, and then yeah. now he's, like, one of the best centers ever, so it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Wasn't, wasn't, I think your oh. other dude too was, uh, the dude that got traded from the commanders to the Niners. Wasn't he? he yeah. Was like Trent a, Williams. Uh, he was undrafted, right? No, 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 no. He was like number was four overall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But he might've been maybe coming out of, I think coming out of high school. So we're talking about high school to college. Oh, coming out of high school. Okay. So yes, he may have been, he must've been cause I think he was. There was a huge remember. tackle I was hearing. Was it Jason Peters? Was Jason Peters undrafted? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Jason yeah. Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right, my third bet. I'm just going to go with Mahomes over 270.5 passing yards. 
Just feels like, like, A, he's going to be slinging it from the pocket. Um, B, it feels like even if the Bengals win, there's going to be the storyline after of, like, what a gritty performance by Mahomes. You know, I just... I don't see him... I. Playing on a high ankle sprain would fucking suck, and I bet you most guys would probably not play. But he's probably going to play, and I guess there's a world where he just is in so much pain that he can't throw it. But he's got such ridiculous arm strength and arm angles that I think... And then especially if they, he struggles early and they get down, they're just going to pass, pass, pass. He's going to throw 60 times, and um, I think he gets gets some big numbers. I like this. I almost put this as one of mine. It's good. All right. Yeah. Uh, my last one is first drive in Bengals Chiefs game to be a field goal made plus four seventy five. That's ten bucks. Ooh, ooh, fun. Twenty bucks in the last one, ten bucks in this one. Okay, that is very fun. Mm-hmm. My last bet is an amplified version of the one you had. I would like to do a round robin anytime touchdown scorers on four guys on all four teams with really big odds. Oh. The four players are Trenton Irwin of the Bengals, plus 850. Nice. Zach Paschal right. of the Eagles, plus 1,000. Justin Watson of the Chiefs, plus 1050. That's the and other tight end, right? 84. He's actually a receiver, I think. But yes, he looks like a tight end. He's a big white guy. And yeah. I think he's actually listed at receiver. Uh, and of course, Kyle Juszczyk for San Francisco, yeah. plus 1100. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to do the math on this. It's very confusing because you're essentially betting any two of them hit or any three of them hit or all four of them hit. You're betting like $2 on each like combination. So like if two of them hit, I'm figuring I'm putting $2 on every combination and there's like 10 combinations. So I'm betting about 20 bucks. If two of them hit, I win about 200 bucks. If three of them hit, I'd win $3,000. And if four of them hit, I'd win $12,000. Oh my god! I mean, it's a it's a four team plus a thousand parlay, so it's pretty big odds. Uh, what do you think? I'm in. Okay. Obviously, actually, I'm actually, in. wait. That was the four hit for twelve thousand. That would only give you the three different three team parlays. If you just bet two dollars on all four of those in a in a single parlay, it would be. You'd win $24,000. That's fucking awesome. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Maybe I'll do that. All right, sweet. Uh, okay. Any other picks? Uh, no other picks from me, no. Okay, that'll do it for another episode of The Bookie Show. The Bookie Show! Ooh, it's getting close to that time. Oh, we're so close. Three minutes away. What time is it, Colleen? It's right, everybody. It's time for Stumptown, inspired by the shitty show with Kobe Schmolders. I got a fun for fun one for you, Noel. Okay. No. Ah, yeah. Divisional weekend saw eight teams battle for a spot in their respective conference championship games. The semifinal, the final stop before the Super Bowl. Most deserve to be there, and a couple, Giants and Jaguars, were just happy to be there. And one team in particular, the Buffalo Bills, is devastated to be going home. The Bills were title favorites before the season, through much of the regular season, and even entering the playoffs had top two odds to win the Super Bowl. But they fell short, and not by a little, by a lot. They're outclassed by a Bengals team that one of the hosts on this podcast, who shall not be named, did not give a shot in hell before the season. 
And especially after the first few weeks when they lost to the Cooper Cooper Rush-led Cowboys team and the Jacoby Brissett Browns. The Bills won't be making a dent in catching the teams with the most title game appearances as the Niners extend theirs to an NFL-best 17 overall appearances in conference championship games, not counting this coming weekend. Uh, That comes with a 7-10 record. Or the Steelers, who are next with 16, or Patriots, who have been 15 times and are 11 and 4, but will stay tied with your Washington Commanders, who in six appearances are 5 and 1. Mm. I'm moving on to the Super Bowl. Sick. Side note only two teams are undefeated the Bengals, 3 and 0 in conference championship games, and the New York Football Giants are 5 and 0. Wow. That's good. Also, Josh Allen won't be able to add any more touchdowns the rest of the way, nor did he add any on Sunday. To catch up to the greatness of Tom Brady, who has 88 career touchdown passes. Next closest is Montana and Rodgers, tied at 45. While Josh is down at 25th, with just 17 tied with Warren Moon. This is playoffs, you're saying? This playoffs, playoffs specifically. Maybe just as important is that Diggs, who was visibly frustrated on the sidelines last weekend yelling at teammates, won't be able to put on stats of his own. In 12 career playoff games, Diggs has only four touchdowns, hmm. well down the list of league leaders, league leaders, but getting six more over the next few years would do it. That double-digit receiving touchdown mark is rarefied air. In fact, there are only nine players with double-digit playoff touchdowns. I'd like you to name five. You got it, Coin. Let's go with Jerry Rice. <sighs> You'd think he would be on there. And he and is. He, is. he has 22 touchdowns. He is number one. Yeah. Uh, gosh, we didn't. We did a Super Bowl. I think you did Super Bowl touchdowns. Did I? But, I yeah. No. No. Which is okay. I'm just saying. Like, I remember a similar question, and thinking to like all the Patriots. Um, let's go with Gronk. Number two on the list is Rob Gronkowski with 15 career playoff touchdowns. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, gosh. Um, How about Larry? Larry Fitzgerald tied at five with five players with 10 playoff touchdowns. Nice job, Noel. No strikes. I love finding lists that have Larry in them. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah, you got to. Maybe that's Let's, the way to do it, is reverse engineer Larry Fitzgerald's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Once we get to Grievous, it'll be... Once we get to basketball, it'll be Grievous, is what I meant to say. Once we get to Grievous... Um, it'll be basketball. <laughs> how about Terrell Owens? A good guess, Noel. Sadly, not on the list. I do not know where he falls, sadly. Yeah, I guess he probably played on some crappy teams, but it's kind of surprising. He was... He made a deep run with the Eagles. Um, I don't know. Okay. No T.O. on there. Uh, I feel Only like... five touchdowns in his career. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like there's got to be a Colt on there just because Peyton was always in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with Marvin Harrison. No Colts on this list. That's a little uh, hint for you. I'm glad Sadly. you gave me that hint because I might have gone Reggie Wayne after that. Shit, now I'm down to two strikes. All right, what am I missing here? Who's got a bunch? It's probably another Patriot. Let's go with Edelman. No Edelman in this oh. list either. No, I'll give you two more strikes. This is kind oh of a tough gosh. list. Okay. I will tell you there is one current player. Yeah. Oh, well, I was just about to guess a current player. Three Hall of How players. about... Let's go with Travis Kelsey. 
Travis Kelsey is, in fact, number three on the list with 14 career playoff touchdowns. Jeez, that's pretty good. Yeah, Mahomes is already, like, top eight in yeah, playoff touchdowns. that's insanity. If yeah. he retired today, he might be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, and then we got some Hall of Famers, so I get two more strikes. Let's go with... I don't think he was in the playoffs all that much. Let's go with Michael Irvin. No Michael Irvin on this list. One more shit. strike. No. Shit, shit, shit. Um, okay. Last guess. We got to go with... Shit, I don't know. Heinz Ward. What a fucking pull! Heinz Ward tied with 10 touchdowns. Yes. This place. What a pull, Noel. You have not been stumped. I am very impressed. Sick. Uh, all right. The ones I thought you wouldn't get would have been John Stallworth, who I nope. think may have played for like the Browns or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Antonio Freeman. I do not know who that is. Uh, I think he was um, Packers. I think he might have played with Packers. Five. Yeah. That makes maybe. sense. Uh, the Ward, the college award is named after it's Fred Boletnikoff. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have got there. No. That's it? And oh, okay. Randy Moss. See, God, I had Randy in my head, and I was just thinking, like, he played for bad teams. Like, I was envisioning, like, Minnesota and Oakland. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, how many does he Yeah, have? but he was on that Patriots yeah. 2007 yeah. run. That was like, yeah, he was going to catch touchdowns in that. How many uh, did he have? Ten? Ten. Randy? Okay, good stem ten. That was fun. Yeah, well done, Noel. Heinz Ward was a really good poll. I don't know if I was getting there on that one. That was uh, impressive. I, was just I thought to there think was a chance. I almost made it six, and I was like, six is way too fucking hard. Yeah. Well, and I should have just fucking said Randy Moss, and then I could have got six. Okay, that's going to do it for another episode of The Rookie Show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Graham, Rookie Show yep. Pod. Where can they follow you, Coin? Are you, you active yet? On... No, one more a week. Okay. I'll be, I'll be back on that bitch. You'll be back. Okay, good. Uh, one more week, and then you can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, once I'm back, one day, I don't know when, at some point, you can follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on uh, Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Conlon. Mm, Tommy and other. Yeah, Tommy and Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. Okay, who do you think should play us out this week? Play us out, out here, brothers. Oh, is it just O U T H E R E? Sure is. Out here, brothers. Play us out. Ew. Ew. Uh, okay. See you later. Peace. Boom boom boom. Now let me hear say well. I say boom boom boom. Now we're about to say well. I say boom boom boom. Now let me hear say well. I say boom boom boom. No way about to say
just fell from the mothership. Out here, brothers about to rip it on another tip. Slip, don't trip. Check out how I do it. My niggas in the house, I turn your body in the fruit. As I come from the depths of doom, I step back. Wow, with the boom, 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 boom. Now let me hear you say. 